0: Thank <laughs> you. Well, 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 welcome back to another episode of the TagCast. We are the podcast home of the AdultGamer.com, a group of adults from all walks of life who enjoy playing video games and keep on doing those adult things that p- pester us like cooking meals for our family, taking care of the kids, you know, making sure they're not stinky, filthy, terrible human beings. But enough of that. I am your host, Finner765, but most people just call me Finn. With me always is the man who just he just can't get enough of all them first-person shooters. He's out there testing the wattas <laughs> of the new ex Defiant, Mister Hoptimus Fett.
1: How are you, sir? What's up? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm really good. I'm I'm excited uh, that maybe someday we'll see a trailer for the Borderlands movie. Just maybe, but, you know.
0: Maybe Christmas time. Maybe it'll be a nice little Christmas present for you.
1: Like when they finally show it, it's going to be like such a shock to the system. I'll be like, Oh God, it really, it really happened.
0: It's going to be like, not in a good
1: way. It's going to be like
0: eight years from now. We're still talking about it. Oh my God. So yeah, it, it, it doesn't bode well. No, it doesn't. I will, I will start to concede that point that it does not bode well for the Borderlands movie, but yeah, you know, it's uh, summertime, and uh, Summer Game Fest has come and gone, and, you know, lots of things happened.
1: Summer Game Fest! Yeah, you know,
0: I'm, I'm going to skip the whole Microsoft and Activision stuff because, you know, hey, I'm not a lawyer, and I don't know those things. But we'll just hopefully oh, that yeah. ends soon. Yeah, this,
1: yeah, just just make it go away. But it
0: it does <laughs> sound like we may have, oh, at least by the end of July, you know, something that will be more Think-
1: they're in Definitive. litigation, like live. You can actually watch the litigation. You can between the you FTC. can listen to it.
0: I think I don't think you can watch. it. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, that's gonna but, be crazy.
0: Yeah, it's it's insane. So it's just it's it's really curious um, how it's all gonna shake out. But hopefully soon we'll know if Microsoft will continue or if they will back out of the deal because the FTC and the CMA figured out how to just delay the process for. I, it just sounds like from the few things I read those the governments are trying to that are blocking it are trying to delay it as much as possible so they give up as their goal. So anyways, enough of that. We're here to talk about video games and let's talk about games we've been playing. So I'm gonna jump in here because I really haven't played much different lately other than my typical, Fascination with Hunt Showdown, uh, Halo Infinite new season just started today or yesterday rather, and it was fantastic. So far, it's been pretty good. I got a couple matches in with our buddy Anthem before uh, hopped on here to record the show with you. I'm uh, just about partway through Act Five on Diablo Four. I I don't know how Oh, you're
1: close then. Yeah, yeah. It's not long. It's not long. I beat it. I beat it the other day. My
0: Druid is just carrying on shape-shifting his way through everything wrecking house uh you know every now and then i die to something stupid which is fantastic but uh i've enjoyed it to the point where i can't wait to be done with the story and i'm okay with hanging it up for a little bit i i don't need to go into the heavy grind i i think it's a fantastic game uh but i just don't I just don't know if I have the the legs like I did with Diablo 3 where I played it on PC then played on Xbox and played it through almost every, sing- with every single character class. I just don't have it in me to do that I think anymore. And then finally I got into uh, Liza, the Liza P demo that was dropped during Summer Game Fest and I, I played enough of it to know I can't wait to play the actual game. I can't wait to dive into the world of crap.
1: When I saw the video of it I was like, "Oh, that's a fan game." Oh yeah. I just saw the video and oh, yeah. by watching the video I said that's not a hop game. <laughs> it
0: it is. It is everything I want and I'm excited. Oh, I tell. It's cool. Like I you know this take on Pinocchio that they're doing is pretty pretty cool and i can't wait to see how the lying mechanic plays out in the game i like i just hope that it plays out like i hope it's not just some stupid you know you can tell the truth or lie and there's no consequence but they made it seem like there's consequences for whether you tell the truth or lie in a situation so i'm excited to to play that game and it is definitely it's gonna be fun it it's it's gonna be fun, I think. So, that's it for me. I I, I know that you've uh, been enjoying your time in the land of PlayStation. Tell me more about that.
1: Yeah. So um, I finished Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I did a few side quests here and there, but I mostly stuck to the main story. It's a huge open uh, open world. RPG. but one of the things I really, really liked is I never felt it. Never felt like a game where they just dumped a bunch of random stuff on the map. Like, it all kind of linked and mattered, and the, the story narrative was so strong, I was, like, compelled. I was like, I have to find out what the hell happens next. Like, the story was so good, I couldn't stop playing. And then sometimes I would just do a side quiz, because I was like, oh, this sounds like fun. All right, I'll go check that out. Um, and... Um, Hunting some of the larger monsters was a little bit, almost more like a Dark Souls kind of a thing, or like Dark Souls and Monster Hunter. Maybe there's some of the larger cyber beasts that require a lot more than just running and shooting your bow at them. Like you gotta set up traps and trip wires and things. Otherwise, they'll just frickin wreck you. Uh, but overall. If you ever get a chance to play it it's on pc and playstation it's really good i'm saving the sequel for a little bit down the line but i'm looking forward to playing that Um, so since i finished horizon zero dawn then i fired up the spider-man remastered that i got as part of a deal for buying the spider-man miles morales ultimate edition so i got two full spider-man games and the Spider-Man Remastered is is a PS5 upgraded edition of the 2018 Spider-Man game that was on the PS4. And you remember that little game series that I love called Crackdown? Yep. So imagine Crackdown, but you're Spider-Man, but... Almost more fun and with amazing graphics and all the Marvel Universe things of Spider. If you're a longtime Spider-Man fan like I have since I was a kid, it's like it's like one of the best games I've ever played in my life. I can't even describe how freaking awesome it is and how much love they have for the Spider-Man slash Marvel Universe. There's so many. I mean, all of New York's there. I mean, Doctor Strange's sanctum is there there's references to josie's bar there's references to daredevil those references there's so many new york superhero the avengers tower is in the game and the story is really good i can't wait to uh see the rest of it and then also get into miles morales which takes place right after this one because as they announced the second one's coming out in October, it must so be nice having months. access to some of those licensing
0: through your uh, negotiations with Marvel, right? <laughs> you know, because I'm right. I remember the Xbox, like not Xbox, well Xbox and PlayStation Spider-Man games, right? Or was it on PlayStation? Yeah, PlayStation?
1: Activision Activision yeah, had the license at the time. Like yeah. they didn't
0: have like access to a lot of those things, so you didn't get some of those Easter eggs in the in that game as you got.
1: Oh, right right yeah now it's like and um insomniac's also going to do a a wolverine game yeah i think that's what they're working on as as, right after spider-man 2 wraps up um and honestly that they i don't know what their software engineering team does but i got to tell you the graphics on the spider Man Remastered game i'm constantly going how did they do this 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 is this is a mind-blowingly good-looking game. I'm playing on. They offer three three graphics options. There's a super high frame rate mode, which I think goes up to 120, but it has no ray tracing at all, um, and it has uh, you know it does resolution scaling. And then they have um, frame rate ray trace mode, which is a 1440p 60 frame frame rate mode with ray tracing. Uh, but it does do some resolution scaling and it does cut down on some of the crowd scenes to keep the ray tracing. And then there's the high fidelity mode, which is a locked 30 frame 4K super ray traced mode.
0: All right. Sorry for the rough cut out here. Uh, Hop, I lost a connection to my router here. So I just missed everything you said for the last few minutes. So
1: last uh, thing I, I heard gushing. Was- yeah, you were gushing about FPS, and that was amazing. Spider Man, yeah. yeah, I was just gushing about Spider Man Remastered and the visual fidelity and trickery that Insomniac Studios did. It's just it's a beautiful looking game. I can't believe it. they can pull off ray trace sixty frame mode, and the gameplay super smooth and fun, and it's it's really good. And then uh, moving on, Diablo Four. I finished the story the other day. Um, it's just been slowly like working through. Now the sort of higher tier parts of I'm on tier three and grinding more gear for my rogue and I'm not super rushed to like grind up to a hundred or whatever. I'm just kind of taking it slow because also when the season starts since I bought the ultimate and I'm going to get a season pass, I have to make a new character anyway. So like you know what I mean like yeah it's it was funny if you go to the Reddit people are like half the people are like you people need to calm the fuck down the other half are like I'm level hundred and I'm bored <laughs> so it's like what's wrong? With, Game's been think. out for like two weeks, <laughs> like some yeah it's kind of crazy. Um, I've also it's fun, I've ran into more and more friends that have picked up Street Fighter 6 I've been playing, like, people on PCs people on Playstations, people I haven't talked to in 25 fucking years I got to play Street Fighter with and it was so fucking rad, I have not talked to this one guy in so long and it was funny, because he's like oh, you got kids, I got kids, yeah, where are you, oh yeah He's, he's in Texas now, and he's got two boys and I was like, this is a fucking trip, man and we were playing with our mutual friend who works for Treyarch, so it was just like a fun night of Street Fighter, and then and today I got to jump in on the uh, X-Defiant open beta. is running today through Friday, June 23rd on all platforms. has full cross-play and cross-progression if you're a maniac and you want to try it on multiple platforms. Uh, it's by Ubisoft. It's a 6v6 um, shooter. Uh, think of a little bit, a lot of bit of Call of Duty mixed with a little bit of a class-based game, kind of like Overwatch, but not as extreme. Um, Would you say like Rogue really Squadron? Cool. Rogue Company, yeah, yeah that... maybe sort of like that. I, I still even think the powers aren't even that big, as big of a deal. They're kind of nice little things like, uh, almost more like how you'd build your classes in Titanfall 2. Yeah. Um, Cause there's one the uh, the splinter cell faction they can do like an echo, echo ping or they can cloak, and then okay. the ghost the ghost recon soldiers can get a riot shield, or they can get this uh, energy barrier shield that you can use to like protect your whole team, and then. Um, the Libertads from Far Cry 6, they have a healing power up or they have like this rocket launcher thing. The cleaners from the division, you can either get these flying drones that explode or you can have this giant like fire barrier that comes out of your guy. Um, gameplay wise, I'm loving it. It feels a lot like Black Ops Cold War as far as uh, recent Call of Duty kind of style. It feels a lot more like a Black Ops game. It has a little bit longer TTK. Um, it doesn't have super aggressive aim assist. It's very classic in that feeling. The graphics are good. The locations are cool. If you if you've played the Division games, the Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell games, so like there's Times Square from the Division one as a map, and then I don't remember the name of the area in Division two, but it's like inside of this mall with the Christmas tree. That's one of the maps. Um, there's the headquarters from the second or third Splinter Cell game. At Echelon Headquarters, and there's uh, there was a Ghost Recon map in there, too. But, yeah, overall, it's really cool. I'm excited to see what the finished game looks like, because right now the beta's pretty fun. It supports 120 hertz. It looks pretty good. It doesn't look as good as Modern Warfare 2, but it still looks really good. That's awesome. But the, the gameplay... Is great, and uh, I'm enjoying it. And it's got some cool modes. It's got that escort mode, like Overwatch, um, where you have to accept, instead of a giant vehicle, you're escorting some, like, bomb robot thing. Um, so it's got some more, like, team competitive modes, at least in the beta. Like, in the beta, there's not a team deathmatch. There's, like, domination, escort, control. Um, so some fun, fun modes that push more team tactics and it doesn't so far i didn't see any one class dominating and not even any one gun dominating it seemed like people were messing around like i found the ak and the m4 were pretty good the acr is great as far as the ars go um i haven't been sniped that much yet uh out of the smgs it looks like the mp7 has really taken the taking the lead there but overall it's really fun and i think When they drop it, they said it was going to be available by the end of summer. I think they just want to beat the next Call of Duty to market. So we'll see when that actually is. Um, It's going to be free to play. They said no loot boxes. I think they're just going to sell skins and whatnot like Fortnite. So uh, definitely check it out if you get a chance.
0: Yeah, it's on my list of things to get to, but... You know, it's just a matter of time before a meta comes out with that game, and everybody's running the same thing well, over for and over sure.
1: again.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just... I mean, I think developers it, plan but for it. But it does sound you know. like,
1: yeah, this guy, he used to work... The main designer used to work at Infinity Ward and helped make Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2, and he he's been very active on social media, and I think he does not want there to be that kind of thing that happened in call of duty and he does not like in the quick play games ping is king there's no score based control like matchmaking now in ranked play there's going to be rank that you will earn that's going to have ranking control but for just casual play he doesn't want it to be like how call of duty is so sweaty all the time um he's been pretty pretty vocal about that yeah well that's awesome so we'll see all right. All right. Should we get what? That's how how should we get people to come on this tag cast, Finn? How do we get people on here? Just,
0: you know, send you or I a message either on Discord, through Twitter, whatever works for you. Just say, hey, I have some thoughts about games, and I'd like to talk with you two beautiful gentlemen and share those thoughts because we'd love to hear them and spread them across the interwebs. So yeah, send us a message either on Discord or through for me, especially through Twitter, and we'll we'll get you on an episode of the show because we do record on the first, usually the first and third Tuesday of a month. Uh, this time we're just pushed back a day because I just wasn't feeling good last night. But here we go. The news, as we like to go through, is not always the most popular news or the most interesting news, but it's just stuff that I myself find interesting and sometimes hop you throw a few stories at me as well. But first up uh, was a story that came from Easy Allies and it was in their uh, interview with a spokesperson from uh, Ubisoft and it essentially talked about how the Assassin's Creed Mirage that was debuted, I believe, at the Sony showcase and then more details about the Ubisoft play. Uh, they talked about how the map is, excuse me, much, much smaller than uh, the Assassin Assassin's Creed Valhalla map and the Assassin's Creed Valhalla map happens to be one of the reasons why I haven't played that game because I've heard how big the map is and how much there is to like work through it, which makes the story so much longer. So I'm I've always been hesitant to play that, even though I love everything relating to Vikings. But Mirage takes place in Baghdad. The map is smaller, more in line with the size of. Uh, What did they say? Assassin's Creed Unity uh, in Paris. So, you know, and it will be interesting to see how that game turns out. Oh, and they're also going back to more of the stealth routes that Assassin's Creed was originally known for. Next up is uh, the Callisto Protocol is getting its final DLC. And uh, this came from an official tweet from the Callisto Protocol that it's coming out, which is no surprise. All games eventually stop making details but this is what i found to be the absolutely the most intriguing part of the story is the fact that if you get the dlc on playstation you get to play it earlier a whole 48 hours earlier (laughs) yeah so if you're on playstation you and you're playing of protocol you get to play it on start playing on june 27th everybody else june 29th i just find that wild like did they... well
1: that's just like the call of duty exclusives for yeah. certain things like they get to play the betas a weekend before everybody else they get you know I yeah
0: know. i guess the beta sure but like you know it's just two days like two days that's like i mean a week makes sense to me I, I don't know like it i don't know if there's like an actual date that makes sense like or length of time that really makes sense but i a whole week makes it seem like okay, that's like a really benefit to play on that PlayStation over Xbox, right? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just it's just weird. Tw- two days, two days, that's it. So. Two weeks. <laughs> ah, there we go. All right, this <laughs> one was a little sad. Um, the dog actor from uh, Kane that or that played Kane and. Redhead Redemption 2 uh, passed away. The dog's name was Einstein. And, like, as I was reading through it, I, I you know, the information on this, and I went to the Instagram tribute, it was, it was pretty, it's pretty nice. Uh, like, there was just a lot of you know, really heartfelt comments from the owner, from uh, Kane's owner, and, you know, just talking about how a lot of cool videos and things with the motion capture related to it like it was just a really like nice little story and honoring of this you know pet that obviously got to do some really cool stuff and will be forever immortalized in a video game and i i just think that was really cool to see sad for uh the owner and everybody but it was just you know uh it was just a really interesting story um I know you're a dog owner. I'm a dog owner. And, you know, I wouldn't know what to do it, when my dog eventually passes away. Like, it'll be really sad. But to have that honor, that the ability to, you know, essentially see and interact with your dog in a video game could be a nice little heartfelt moment later on.
1: Yeah, true.
0: All right. I talked about Liza P earlier. This was uh, a game I'm really looking forward to, but a modder on PC has already jumped into uh, modding the demo to add in the uh, kind of the main character from Bloodborne, the hunter character model and replacing several of the weapons and armor with Bloodborne items to make uh-huh. it look like it's Bloodborne on PC. So I think I just thought that was really interesting. I know a lot of people have been clamoring for that. Uh, and, I got this information from IGN.com and it was just really cool that you know somebody is already modding a demo of a game that's to come out in September. All right. Uh you are new to the PlayStation Plus and there was a nice little article on gameindustry.biz and they with Sony and Sony essentially talked about how they are just not going to copy the day one game pass model that Microsoft is doing. They're going to go the route of continuing to release their games and somewhere between the quote from uh, this McGuire guy, uh, Nick McGuire. He's the uh, global head of subscription for Sony. He said, we're happy with our strategy, putting games in a bit later in life, Cycle has meant that we can reach more customers 12, 18, 24 months after they've released. So it looks like you will have to wait at least a year for any new first party games to jump into one of those PS extra or extra or essential or whatever tiers that is there. Now uh yeah. Next up we have there are apparently people on Reddit, which you know, Reddit can be a wild the Wild West of the internet at times, and there are people on Reddit who think that the Diablo Four actually does have a cow level, even though Rod Ferguson has been on. Oh, it does. <laughs> like Rod Ferguson has said several times, there is no cow level. There's no extra hidden level yeah, wait, or that's anything. That's
1: the mo. They always say that shit till they, till people find it.
0: So there's people. Oh, you're one of the conspiracy aluminum hat guys out there. <laughs>
1: All right. So, no, I just think that they're they're being coy about it. They'll it'll show up sooner or later. It may not be there yet. Right. But, yeah. But, it's but but it's they'll, there. They'll it somewhere. It's there. It just it's hasn't been released there. out there in the wild yet. Yeah. Right. May, he, you know, maybe he's tipping his hat. Like, yeah, it's not there right now, guys. But you know, yeah, yeah no. But they'll put it in.
0: So, yeah, so there's this, like, there's a lot of, uh, people hunting to find this cow level and all the clues that could relate to it. And, and there are some things that have, you know, insinuated maybe a little bit more after reading through some of the information here, but it it is definitely intriguing. Now, here's a really kind of bummer of a thing, which wasn't a surprise. It was already discussed as it coming down the pipe, um, Microsoft is raising the price of Game Pass uh from let's see here, the base from nine ninety nine to ten ninety nine. The ultimate Hey, from, you know what, Finn?
1: Yeah. It's only a dollar.
0: <laughs> That's true. There it is. It's only a dollar. Um <laughs> the uh they raised it only a dollar. But the ultimate they raised it only two dollars a month. So they went from fourteen ninety nine to sixteen ninety nine on the ultimate. The PC Game Pass is staying the same. And then also on top of that in other markets, uh, let's see here, according to the Verge is where I got this article from. Yeah, they're raising the price. They're raising I mean, the price of the console
1: itself in other markets. So I like, think PlayStation has gone up in certain markets too. Oh yeah. I think it's just the economy.
0: Yeah. So it's like it went up uh shoot it went up. Uh, it doesn't really say here, but it, it, it raised the price in the UK, a lot of European markets, Canadian markets, uh, Australia. And, but it looks like the Xbox series S is not changing price at all. So again, this was something that Phil Spencer himself sh- share that this was coming. Uh, and it was just, it just happens to be the day, you know, like it, it, it's now here, so it's just interesting. Uh, I saw a tweet that was like, What the hell's going on with this console generation? Because usually, about three years in, you start seeing prices go down, that price drops, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now they're going up. So, what a world yeah. we live in! So, alrighty, well, sir, that is it for the news. Oh, one last piece of news I, I did note is uh, Halo, some Brian Gerard from Halo. 343 uh, three Industries who's like kind of in charge of the multiplayer side of things uh, he tweeted out that they're skipping the cinematic storytelling piece for this season in uh, Halo which is kind of a bummer because the storytelling was actually getting interesting and uh, so it, it's it's really kind of a bummer to see it but they do have infection and they're adding in Husky Raid sometime soon which is one of my favorite modes from Halo 5 so I I'm looking forward to playing it but it is kind of sad that they they skipped it this season. So hopefully they get back to it. Um, I know 343 has just been under a lot of fire, especially with the layoffs, with all the things that have been going on with it. And in just overall in general, the the lack of you know timeliness with their releasing of content. But Halo's in a pretty good spot right now. The new maps are pretty fun. The Forge maps are pretty cool too. And you know the curated forge math especially. So, alrighty, that's it for my news. Uh, we are the AdultGamer.com <laughs> Discord server. Come join us. Come talk to us. We do have a. We are now testing out forums. Hop. We are testing. That is some crazy out. stuff. I dig it. I so, dig it,
1: it's cool.
0: So we got a forum in our TV movies channel right now where, where it might spread like herpes to the rest, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I like. I think the threads can work well too. I think the layout of the forums, I think makes it easier to navigate mm-hmm. on Discord, but I like the threads. I've been trying to use the threads more in the PlayStation channel so that I'm not cluttering up my gushing over Spider-Man Or the Final Fantasy 16 demo, with the general talk. So, you know, I try to make threads when I can. I understand. I should make one. I should make one for X Defiant before that turns into (laughs) a show. But there's not much going on in competitive FPS right now, anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, either way, what
1: panel needs a thread is the action RPG co-op not poop channel because i mean (laughs) i know it's basically the entire diablo channel but we should probably have a form that's like diablo general talk diablo fat's ultimate dungeon runs join him here
0: uh Yeah. yeah no it's it's pretty cool you know this council is up to doing some good maybe and uh we'll see what happens throughout their life cycle also, I've been running out, running a little Halo night on the first Thursday of Halo the month. Night. And maybe we'll throw out another Halo night here in the, uh, at the end of the month to see, just see what happens.
1: I was going to say July. You going to run one on the 29th or are you going to run one on the 6th?
0: Uh, we're definitely going to have one on the 6th, July 6th. But I might do one on the 29th. We'll just see what happens. Well, see see how know, I'm feeling.
1: Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you uh, play some Halo, you know?
0: Yeah, might do it.
1: Alright, sir, where's the punch kick happening these days? Fight Club. Friday night's tag. Come join us in the Fighting Game channel. Get the Fight Club roll. A lot of Street Fighter 6 going on. It doesn't have the best lobby options right now. It doesn't even have built-in voice chat, so if you want to get on with us, link your Discord to your PC. Well, you don't have to worry about it on PC, but if you're playing on Xbox or PlayStation, please link your Discord to your Xbox or PlayStation account. That way, You can jump in. We have two tag channels just for Street Fighter, for voice chat, because that way you'll be able to play with us. Um, Also, King of Fighters just released its full crossplay update, so I know Sith and I are talking about playing some of that game too. But yeah, that's uh, Friday Night's Fight Club. Usually starts... Let's see, I get on about 10, but those guys usually on... Usually starts about 8 to 9 Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m., I don't get on to like ten Eastern time right now. That'll be nine Eastern time whenever you guys do fall back.
0: Not for a while, sir. Not for a while. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, I will hopefully when Mortal Kombat One comes out, I might pick it up. I might. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But I I may jump back into Fight Nights. Oh, I know you will. So. All right, so I don't know if you noticed, but there was a little thing that happened a couple weeks ago—Summer Game Fest—and all these other like little showcases from some major developers and publishers, and you know, lots of lots of things were talked about or shown off rather as well. And you know, I, I let's just—I just. I just Quick question like did you get a chance to watch any of the conferences live or did you just go back and try to catch all the trailers after you saw
1: the list of things released Um I didn't watch it live no I I There's a lot of talking and gibber jabbering and I don't have time for that I'd rather yeah. just watch the breakdowns and the trailers
0: Summer Game Fest did have a lot of that but I feel like especially the Xbox showcase it was it was pretty much Let's go, and it was just straight games the entire time. I think you only saw two people on the stage, and then the Starfield direct obviously was very different. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought overall the all the shows were pretty good. I you know we talked about the Sony Showcase last episode. Uh, we we both thought it was a pretty well done show, even though it was mostly multi platform type stuff. And then you know Summer Game Fest had a lot of really cool tidbits and reveals. Uh, also but then just some you know pretty standard run of the mill stuff that we kinda expected. But I wanted to get you on the show and talk about kind of five games that you saw and five games that
1: I saw that uh All right. We're gonna do that we did that one time when we go back and forth. Yep, let's do that. So do you All wanna right. get us started? Sure. Game one. Dragons fucking dogma two. Give it to me now. <laughs>
0: All right, all right. I, I can understand I love the excitement.
1: Me, some Dragon's Dogma, after many, many years of finally or being told how good it was, finally playing it like last year or something, and I fell in love with the world and the game and the combat. Um I was hoping they were gonna add some sort of co op to two, but no, they didn't. Nope. They just have the rent the rent upon system. So ideally you should wait ninety days or so. Uh, Until Anthem has already beaten the crap out of the game. Because then you can rent his pawn character and it will be super strong and help you early on. But uh, no, all kidding aside, uh, the game looks great. The updated graphics and scenarios. And it's still in the same world. They just made it bigger. And I'm excited to see where the story will go. But I I had so much fun playing that game. It has really good combat and uh, fun story uh, if you like role playing games.
0: Yeah, I really liked the first game, too, and I'm kind of bummed that they made the world, like, they said something like, I don't know, 40% bigger? I don't know, like, they said it, they made it, I'm like, man, just because you make it bigger doesn't mean it's better, right? Sometimes I like a good contained story, but whatever. Um, Yeah, no, it looked great. Uh, The combat looks like they took everything and just, like, upped it. You know, like, gave it a little bit more uh, spice to it. They added some new mechanics in that trailer with like the terrain kind of falling apart, which was really cool. So, yeah, I- I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, anything else you want to add about Dragon Saga Two? No, no, that's uh, that's it. All right. So my first game is Remnant Two. Uh, came on the Summer Game Fest show. Uh, I love the first game. Played the hell out of it. Bought the DLC. Played the hell out of that. And I am looking forward to the next one. They have a little bit more classes, more class-based stuff in that game, uh, where you can uh, do, you know, kind of build out a specific style play based on the the class you choose, which will be interesting because the first game they didn't really have that, um, or at least it was very low key that you could just blow through that and do whatever you want no matter what. Um, still has the three player or up to three player co-op that made the game so much fun. I know like Warlock, McSwitch, uh Bromano on a couple occasions. We we jumped around in there and I, I just had a good time playing that game and I can't wait to play it uh and, and dive back into that world. So I, I love Remnant. It, it's it's hard, it's challenging, you know, they I like to call it Dark Souls with guns, but I didn't feel like it was that intense. But it was still
1: really cool. All right, your next game, nice. number two, Spider Man Two. Uh, after playing, I'm not even done with the first one, but I- I'm already whatever Insomniac does, I'll I'll buy. <laughs> and seeing the previews for Spider Man Two looked awesome. I like I like the the storyline they're going with with the black suit and eventually venom and switching between Miles and Peter Parker that looks really cool. Um and I'm sure it'll be impressive so I'm really looking forward to that one.
0: All right. I will say for me the next one this was one of the games I was hoping to see. Uh in fact both of the both of the games I was hoping to see made it onto my list, but that was Clockwork Revolution from Exile and that game looks rad. Uh, if you played Bioshock Infinite, if you played, um, oh yeah, that it,
1: it looked cool. If I, you, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh. Yeah. That looks good.
0: The the one game I compared it to was Singularity from an an Activision title from I think the 360 days. I could be wrong. Uh, but it you know has this like I this ability to like go back and forth between realities, if you will, and it, it just looks really cool. It's got that steampunk vibe to it as well so it is is a game that is definitely my alley first person shooter with some role-playing mechanics so i'm looking forward to this game there is no release date it they they just said in due time you know i I like to play on words there with the name of the game so it was it was definitely really cool to to see in exile finally show what they've been working on all in unreal engine 5 so i can't wait to see more and play that game Number three.
1: Number three, uh, X Defiant. <laughs> um, I put that down before I got a chance to play the beta, just based on a lot of the feedback from the uh, pro Call of Duty players that I respect or former pro players. And after playing it, yes, I am. I am super excited for the uh, full a uh, free-to-play game to drop later this year. I think it'll be a... It's good to have another player on the field in the shooter world. It seems like we used to have a lot more shooters, and then now it's basically just Call of Duty. I mean, even even Battlefield couldn't do it right this year. And, um, you know, just other other games have kind of fallen by the wayside. So it's nice to have a new challenger come up and, and give give Activision a run for their money. So I'm looking forward to it. All right.
0: For me, I was kind of intrigued by this game the most uh, because it is kind of a return to roots, if you will. But the Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown, a little 2D side scrolling game and, uh, you know, it looks like it it'll be fun. You got some big boss battles. You have some different mechanics uh, to to contend with in that game. The graphics, honestly, I thought the graphics looked pretty cool for that for that genre. So I, I'm really excited to see more about this game, see how it comes out. and I hope that they can kind of land the storytelling, land the land the big set pieces that the Prince of Persia games kind of had. Uh, I remember playing some of them back in the day on the Nintendo, and then now I um, remember what was it? Was it Xbox when like Sands of Time and some of those things yeah. came out? Yeah, the Ubisoft one. Yeah, so like I remember playing those. So like I, I am really excited to to continue playing that game. Um, I was worried when they first started showing it that they were showing like the Prince of Persia remake that was like utterly like panned by everybody. But no, this is a completely different game, so I'm excited to see more about it. Nice. Now you're kind of doing a little little cop out here on this number four.
1: Hey, you shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, cause one is a long ways away and one is coming soon. And they're both from Microsoft, uh, game studios. Uh, we got fable, which I love the first, I played through the first two. I didn't really, I started the third one and never finished it. So I'm not a diehard fable fan, but I like the series. So I'm excited to see them bring the series back and it looks really interesting. And I like their take and their sense of humor, but we also finally got to see avowed, um, it wasn't the best trailer. I feel like the trailer could have been better for Avowed, but from what I saw in the gameplay I'm all in. Like it looks it looks really fun. Um and I have f- full faith in Obsidian. Like they really haven't made a bad game, so uh I think it's gonna be good.
0: Well I saw like uh I don't know how true it is, but some one of the developers talked about how Avowed is still like not even fully in alpha yet. So, you know, a lot of the graphical stuff and some of the things that we see sh- will be cleaned up later on. But, ah, uh, right. I, I didn't I mean, think it looked terrible, but it definitely looks fun. You know, in terms yeah. of the gameplay. So, yeah, and the Fable I was blown away because that was all done in Engine. The it's all in Engine. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like CGI trailer. It was an engine and like there was a couple quick snippets of actual gameplay um, from it. So that was kind of cool. You know, like when she threw the fireball, like that was an actual gameplay moment. So I thought, you know, the game looks fantastic so far or at least the engine use, the Forza tech being used in a role playing game from what they've showed so far. It looks awesome.
1: Well, if, I mean that engine is really really impressive for a racing game, so I'm sure they could use it for anything. Nah, yeah. really.
0: All right. And uh my last game that I picked is uh, South of Midnight. And again, it was done in the trailer was done in engine, but there was just a trailer, but it hit all the right vibes for me. It, you know, had a nice little, you know, bluesy southern uh, so, a song being played and a bayou down obviously in the south and by this kind of creepy zombie-like guy and it kind you know people kind of seem to refer refer back to it as almost like this claymation type you know vibe with this this guy and then all of a sudden this little gr- this girl appears and she seems to be the main character And she happens to be, like, a third of the size of this giant zombie claymation dude. And she's moving in real time, no weirdness to it. And so, like, this vibe is kind of cool. It's got the the bayou. It's got some blues. It's got some, you know, interesting, like, idea of, you know, some kind of debt needs to be repaid. So, I don't know. I can't wait to see more, and this is coming from Compulsion Games, which I said earlier. In Exile was the first game I wanted to see at the showcase for Microsoft, and then Compulsion Games was the next one I wanted to see because I just wanted to know what they're working on. And these two games both just hit it, hit it well for me. And. Oh. Oh, I skipped my uh, Liza P, but I already talked sh- about that one. Sorry. So I'll skip oh, yeah. that. I'll skip that. Uh, I already <laughs> talked about how excited for that game I am. So South of Midnight was uh, definitely a lot more
1: exciting for me since I already know Liza P is coming. Okay. And then I had uh, for my last one before we get into the last, last one, uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 Liberty. Um, I'm super excited for more cyberpunk and a retooling of the game it's almost like 1.5 version of cyberpunk which we already had the 1.5 patch which vastly improved the game and it looks like they're reworking a lot of stuff and giving us more story beats to play with and especially after watching the uh, cyberpunk uh, anime series on Netflix I'm I'm down for more cyberpunk so
0: I have decided I will play probably go through and play it depending on when it comes out and but when I get to a next lull between games, I'm going to play Cyberpunk once that DLC comes out because I've heard a lot of really cool things about what they're doing to change even the base game up with this yeah. uh, patch So or this DLC. So I'm definitely going to be on board with Cyberpunk here and finally get through that game. I, I stopped about, I don't know, 10 hours in and just haven't gone back. All right. You and I both put this on our list because, you know, we're just fans of this uh, world, this fans of this. Uh, wow. The the name of the thing is escaping me. We're just fans of this uh, IP, if you will. And that is uh, Star Wars Outlaws, the uh, game from Massive uh, Ubisoft. Uh, is the publisher and, and Massive is obviously, if you know who they are, they, they created and built the Division and the Division 2 and they are making a Star Wars game called Star Wars Outlaws and you are following a smuggler and Kate Voss, is that her name? if I, I, I misremembering that? um By the way, she very much is a smuggler trying to figure out her best uh plans and and it's hitting all the right vibes. You know, I kind of enjoy this idea of not having Jedi run around, right?
1: I yeah, I I was really excited to see this and I'm excited to play it. The only thing that would be more exciting for me is if it would have been like like you were a bounty hunter right i would have been even more like that's (laughs) the one i'm waiting for i'm waiting for there was a star wars bounty hunter game way back on the GameCube, playstation two uh era and i really liked uh the idea of that game i don't even remember if i if it was that great but you know uh i would love to see like a bounty hunter style game uh I think that um, for that kind of a game, I think Ubisoft could pull that off with something like the Far Cry model. I think that could kind of work for a Bounty Hunter game. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about this Outlaws game, which looked really cool. You could see the... I could see the division right away in the gameplay, which is not a bad thing at all. Like the cover shooter mechanics, then... Yeah. Um, the graphics looked really good. The whole universe—I mean, the, one of the things I think when you sign up to do a Star Wars game is—is is you have to be accurate to the Star Wars world, which they obviously did. It—it it looks amazing. It looks like—it looks like a, a current Star Wars TV series, right? It looks like it fits right in with what's going on on the Mandalorian. I think the game takes place between Empire and Jedi, though. it's that is correct. It's, uh, it's in its own little pocket timeline there, which is pretty cool. Um but yeah everything i saw about it looked cool looks great i can't wait to to see more and play it yeah it definitely
0: it was you know the trailer at the xbox showcase was like whoa what is this this is going to be awesome and then the the gameplay that they revealed at the ubisoft sh- showcase was definitely even better to give us a vibe of what you can do you can be very stealthy at times you can kind of be guns blasting if you want uh, it's definitely going to be fun. They're marketing it as the like first open world Star Wars game, uh, role playing Star Wars game. Uh, I believe it's all single player, and I don't think it has any multiplayer components to it, but you do have space battles, you will have, um, obviously, kind of some. Ability to get in on vehicles Of some sort and drive around um, Or hover around if you will And you will Be able to obviously fly uh, Ships and, and get into some Kind of hijinks That way so uh, I'm curious what the skill tree will look like I'm really hoping it doesn't have Like a looter sh- Style that you know the Like the division does I just hope it's like Here are some weapons that you can get And just go for it right um, I, I I just I don't want to have to have inventory management in a Star Wars game if that makes any sense,
1: right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that might be a, a. I mean, it's not a looter shooter, so hopefully, it's not that much. Uh, management of that kind of stuff. It was interesting because right away when I saw it, I was like, "Oh man, they should have done like co-op. I would have been so into it, but." maybe it's for the best that it's a single player game to experience so they can control the story beats, you know? Yeah. We'll see.
0: And maybe this, uh, main character will just be the female version of one of my favorite Star Wars characters that will probably never get a, uh, <laughs> a, you know, get into Canon and that's uh Kyle Katarn, you know, it's just a bummer because, uh, You know, I saw a really cool tweet about... Not cool, but a very accurate tweet. Essentially, everything that Kyle Katarn was in the Star Wars world has been pillaged and given to other characters. You know, people stealing the Death Star plans. That goes to Rogue One. You know, him restarting the Jedi Order or helping restart the Jedi Order. That that went to Luke. And, um, you know, him doing... uh, Destroying the uh, death tro- or the dark troopers that went to Din Djarin, right? So, <laughs> oh, sorry, oops. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those things that you know Kyle Katarn is just all of his best stories are being pillaged, and that makes a just that's just a bummer to me. But either way, uh, maybe this will be a. a A foot in the door for a character like him. Um, I don't really care if it's female or not. I, I mean, I hope. I just want a good story that's fun and you know, kind of gets some of those same vibes. That smuggler, that you know, that rambunctious, you know, kind of disruptor of of the normal saying things. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this story.
1: Yeah, it would be cool.
0: All right, any final thoughts from the summer? Like, was there something that you just, like, was hoping to see that you didn't get to see?
1: Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I can't think if I had any. No, I don't think there's anything that, I mean. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that, that was rumored that we didn't see that i was really excited to see i mean i'd have loved to have seen you know microsoft pull a pull a crazy old killer ip out of its hat and you know but i think they i think they they did a better job i think they did a a much better job of managing expectations and then showing off some cool stuff and and uh getting people excited for starfield yeah
0: so. I mean, we didn't even talk about Starfield and that's a whole nother show if we wanted to in and, and its own. And then we didn't talk about Hellblade or, you know, all the several of the other big things. We haven't even gotten to Final Fantasy sixteen. Like, I mean it's just Well third. that
1: that drops tomorrow, man. I know. It that's just I, I really, really re- I played the demo of sixteen. I really, really, really want to buy it right now, but I am next women yes five exclusives right now so i was like i can wait for it to go on sale i'm good i gotta beat dad of war and dad of war ragnarok <laughs> and spider-man and spider-man miles morales and for horizon forbidden west and i installed the final fantasy 7 remake the first half because that's on ps plus so yeah i'm i'm good i'm good
0: <laughs> all right i'll pose a question to you sir and maybe we can talk about it on the next show but you know we're Almost to the 7th month mark. By the time we record our next episode. We'll be in July. And. I, I'm i curious. Do you think that 2023. May possibly go down. As one of the better. Years in gaming. History. So I think
1: overall. For sure. I think because oh, we're finally starting to see. There was you know. I mean the. 2020 hit. Everybody, like developers, the planet, we fucked everybody up for a while. So I think we're finally starting to see like the recovery from that. Um,
0: All right. Well,
1: and a lot of killer games have have come out because of that. So
0: well, let's put a pin in that and let's uh leave a little tease for our next episode. And maybe when we come back in July. We can talk about what's already coming, came in the year twenty twenty three, and what may still is still planning to be to be released this year and maybe we can kind of see if it does rank up there as one of the best years if if it isn't the best year of video games and maybe talk right. about some of the reasons why so you know i think that's a good topic to get into after this summer showcase has right, completed. Man. now all right well i am fender 765 you're optimus optimus fett what have you been up to lately sir
1: Oh, nothing just the usual. Hosting the Retro Futurist Culture Podcast over at ruminationsradionetwork.com. If you like to listen to a show about alternate timelines, science fiction, and anime, come check us out. Um, we have some other shows on there too. Um, and uh, you can catch me on tag, uh, either gushing about the current new PlayStation games I get to play or playing some. Diablo, Modern Warfare, or X Define on Xbox. Alrighty.
0: Well, like I said, I'm Fenrir765. You can find me on uh Twitter at the 765 But until then, we'll catch you guys on the flippity flip.